I'm Joe Kane. I'm Sal Conca. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to go to HeckleCane.com and sign up to become an Imperfect Podcast Insider. To the bumper. Hi, Joe. Welcome back from the AFM, the American film market. We had three days in lovely, sunny California. I'm still completely jet-lagged. Oh, come on. <laughs> you should have gotten some rest. Uh, I did I did get some rest. Um, uh, we came back on a red eye the night of, uh, the night we were done, mm-hmm. and uh, literally just kept going the next day and didn't stop. So You know, I'm realizing we're recording this on Veterans Day, and I just had a very interesting flashback. Do you remember who we interviewed last Veterans Day? Uh, was that Marshall? Yes. Marshall Teague. And in this episode, we have a very special connection to Marshall through one of the people we met at AFM, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. So, uh, you know, it's amazing how things come full circle in it's a year. It's very cyclical. Exactly. Well, if you caught uh, our Facebook Live updates, we gave a, d- a recap every day. They're up on YouTube and they're up on Facebook. You can check them out, uh, facebook.com slash Creations. And, um, you know, we really just talked about kind of our uh, a brief synopsis of our daily events. Yeah, we, we kept everybody informed. We wanted to keep everybody on the page and exactly what we were doing. Um, so, I mean, those are all on there on the Facebook. And um, hopefully we're going to pull them down and put them into a uh, YouTube format so you can see all of the uh, updates that we did day by day. Yeah. And, you know, it's important for filmmakers, I think. There's a lot of content out there out there about AFM. Um, Jonathan, who runs the AFM for the past uh, couple of decades, you know he's been interviewed on many podcasts, like our friend Alex Ferrari, who we met at AFM and things like that. But we wanted to give our perspective. We wanted to give it from the inside out as first time attendees at the American film market as filmmakers, you know, did we did things go as expect, as expected for us? Um, did we learn uh, things? Were we prepared enough? You know, all those questions um, that we had going into it. And you know, one of the things was just how much preparation you have to do for the AFM. Yeah, it's a business conference. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not a businessman by trade. I'm a no uh, a filmmaker. I'm an actor. I'm a director. I'm I'm the creative. Um, juicy guy. <laughs> juicy guy? Yeah, juicy oh guy. Oh my God, can somebody please isolate that soundbite? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I'm, I'm effectively not a businessman. However, you know, uh, you are. And Which is going why in, I dragged your ass out there. Yeah, but you know what? I, I, me, not as a businessman taking a look at this, um, there are people out there who are strictly businessmen. And there are people out there who are strictly um, on the creative realm, in the creative realm, I should say. Um, and getting a chance to see how the creative realm mixes with the business world yeah. was just an interesting um, observation that I, I was able to make while and I was we've there. We've talked about that with a number of guests on the show before about how many filmmakers don't get the business side and that's where they fall down, which is why I thought it was really important for you to go because even if you never go again, you still have that now understanding of how the business works. And now every time you approach a film, you approach a script, you approach getting behind the camera or in front of the camera, you know what somebody's now looking for when you go out and try to sell this thing. Exactly. You know what? Uh, Getting to see um, how, how it's run and what they're looking for out there and all the people that we've got a chance to talk to out there, you get to see, you know, when you're creating a script, how, you know what, maybe I can add this piece in or that piece in that would make it more interesting to somebody to be able to sell it. Yep. And I think what was invaluable to us was the pitch conference. It was on day one. Absolutely. 
And it's I think it's key that it's on day one for most people mm-hmm. because immediately after we left the pitch conference, we redid our pitch about mm, three times that day. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, we we kept the, the foundation of molded the pitch, it. but we molded it to say, hey, you know what? This works. This doesn't work. Um, it, it was something you would never see because, you know what? It, it's hard to say what it is that you're supposed to pitch. You're supposed to go out there and say, hey, this is my story. This is what I'm doing. But how do you do that? Exactly. And, uh, you know, one of the people that we got to interview you'll hear momentarily is Pilar Alessandra. Um, She moderated the pitch conference and she has her own podcast. I highly recommend if you're a screenwriter and you sit down and you write (laughs) um, and you want to sell your scripts or if you want your scripts made into feature films, she has a podcast called On the Page. Pilar Alessandra, definitely go check her out. You're going to hear from her uh, in a few minutes. So the the rest of this episode, the big deal here is that we interviewed uh, about eight people um, at the conference to get their perspectives on on the conference because we don't want to just give ours. We want other Mm -hmm. people to share their experiences. So we have a good mix of industry folks, um, filmmakers, um, and some other people in the business like distributors. Yeah. Uh, well, we met up with some people that were old friends of ours that we are, are now. Um, I love how you're involved. calling them old, yeah, old friends. friends. That we well, <laughs> I'm Alex. saying old friends for for <laughs> our um, for our podcast that we've had yeah. on the podcast before. Alex uh, Ferrari from uh, Indie Film Hustle was there, and he was one of the interviews that we did, and we got his insight and in what's going on in. Um, at the conference, exactly. Yeah, I mean, he we we saw him in the hallways. It was great. We just literally you know kind of bumped into him on the third floor mm-hmm. um you know or maybe chased him down stalked him whatever one way yeah. or the other but he's he's always super friendly the best part about alex is he's so giving with his time and he has so much knowledge um you know we got to grab a drink with him on the last day as well mm-hmm. and it was just um great i mean his his information and what he has to say is invaluable and if you're not listening to his podcast and you're a filmmaker well i i, I don't know what to say for you uh-huh. <laughs> um other people we ran into was um Jay- Jason Brubanker, who is a, 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 a force to be reckoned with in the filmmaking world. <laughs> wow, there's well, a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is also the VP uh, of Worldwide Sales at Distriber. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and he runs his own show, Filmmaking Stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, Filmmaking Stuff. I'm, I'm a subscriber. I get an email... A uh, couple times a week. <laughs> I believe before you came in here, you were watching his live webinar tonight. Yes, yeah, he was he was giving a webinar tonight, and I was watching it. So, uh, you know, I I I I really digest his advice, and 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 I really uh, appreciate everything that he's giving out there for people to as filmmakers to be able to use. Yep. And that's cool because I think, you know, you and I, from a knowledge standpoint, we double team stuff. It's like, I know you listen to Jason's show more and I listen to Alex's show mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm. So we both get those different insights. But, you know, the cool thing about Jason, he does, he's got his own gig and he does that stuff, but he also works with this company called Distriber and they're a uh, dis- disruptor in the film industry because they're an independent um, VOD uh, distribution platform. So if you want to distribute your film and get it onto Hulu, Netflix, Netflix, Amazon, you know, you can go work with a company like Distriber um, that aggregates that process for you. Really cool. We hope to have Jason on the show real soon as well, but you can hear uh, from him in a few moments as well. Well, another guy that we ran into at the conference and turned out to be a very cool guy mm-hmm. and know some uh, mutual friends of ours 
um, is uh, Branscombe Richmond. Oh, yes. The actor. The actor, Branscombe Richmond. Everybody knows him from uh, Renegade, although I, I'm not going to pigeonhole him in Branscombe if you're listening. You know, we're not pigeonholing you to Renegade. Oh, my God. He's he done so many. Stuff. He worked with Steven Seagal, and he's worked with um, uh, just oh, everybody. He was in he was in Batman Returns, and I'm, yes, you know, everybody the... knows I'm a big Batman freak, so. Exactly. But his his big claim to fame, I think, you know, for the most part, a lot of people remember him from Renegade with Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah. Um, the coolest part of our interaction with him was that he knows Marshall Teague, who obviously we just mentioned moments ago. Um, you know, he's friends with him. We, we happened to be talking. We said, yeah, you know, Marshall just did this with him. He goes, get him on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and stole Sal's phone for 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. So I had to sit there and watch Branscombe and Marshall chat away. Um, but, you know, we also got some interesting uh, tidbits about John Travolta from him, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, in all seriousness, he was there representing the Southern Kentucky Film Commission, which yeah. for us was an eye opener understanding um, about these film commissions. There were film commissions there from almost every state. <coughs> Where was New York? Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, there were these film commissions there. They're from almost every state, and they're trying to get people to come do film work yeah. in their state. They offer rebates and incentives, and they hook you up with locations and permits and crew and, you know, just... For, for example, I mean, if anybody wants to go in any other state to be able to go and film anything, you have to go through the Film Commission. Correct. I, I mean, unless you're, you're you know, guerrilla styling it and whatever, but if you... Yeah. Any, any legitimate way that you're going and trying to, to uh, have something filmed legitimately... You have to go through the film commissions. Yep, exactly. And so that was a really cool experience. Um, you know, Branscombe, just another veteran in the industry, has got so much to offer. Um, we also, uh, Pilar uh, Alessandra, she introduced us to a friend of hers, Susan Yang, mm-hmm. which really interesting here. So the um, the Chinese market for film has exploded. Yeah, uh, that was a big big topic in the whole AFM that everybody we talked to is the Chinese market is exploding. And there's, there's, yep. there's, uh, the, people don't even know what to do with it because there's so much coming out of there and so much uh, being made by the Chinese market. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're, the amount of uh, posters that were international there, I mean, it, 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 it's the American film market, but it's very much an international market as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Susan was there. She's a translator um, from Beijing, and she's there helping a producer try to navigate the AFM as a translator. So yeah. that's got to be a real interesting gig. We, we got a few minutes with her to kind of talk about it and her experience. Yeah. Um, uh, we got a couple of filmmakers, too, that we uh, we did talk to. Uh, we talked to uh, a guy named Paul Ayer who actually did a pitch at the pitch conference. An Aussie. An Aussie. And he was hands down the funniest guy we met the entire time. And I'm sorry to anybody else who was there. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but Paul killed it. I mean, you should go to his website, severecomedy.com. Um, he got up there and gave a hell of a pitch. Um, he had a lot to say. He's he's he, he's just funny. I don't know what else to say. Severecomedy.com. Go check his stuff out. Um, he gave one of the most animated pitches, uh, I think, that we saw t- uh, that day. And, you know, he got up there and... He, I don't even I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know if we need to, but uh, we don't. You know what? You'll see his personality uh, later on in this uh, in this uh, podcast. So exactly. Um, one of the other filmmakers that we met was uh, Sean Crane. Crane. Yeah. Uh, Sean Crane. Yeah. Sean Crane. Uh, another filmmaker in the horror genre. Uh, what was cool about him? He was at the pitch conference as well, and he pitched his film. 
twisted. Yeah, <laughs> which which is uh, something that we obviously stuck, struck up a conversation. And those of you who follow this podcast know that we we had made a short film, a short horror film called Twisted. Yep, about two years two ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Yep, 2015. And uh, so yeah, he actually he had seen our film. He knows yeah. about it. Uh, but you know he's he's putting out a feature. Um, and the the premise is very interesting. Really interesting topic. Um, you know, so you should definitely go check out Sean. Um, and um, he actually uh, arranged an indie horror filmmaker meetup at yeah. the conference. So he's he was doing all the right things, making all the right moves, and he put about you know I don't know was it like fifty filmmakers? Oh sure, in a room with drinks and the whole deal. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, and we got invited to because of the obviously the horror background with Twisted. For, yeah, and yeah, because that. we were on the AFM my AFM app, which is how we found that. So mm-hmm. if you know you're, you're going, get on the app and network with people. You know, and I don't know, we got like you know twenty cards that night from people to network. Uh, a guy named Gavin who we met who is going to be uh, his his film is distributed on Showtime you know so lots of different people that you get to meet through these events so it's not just about the meetings but at night you know networking and being personable uh, helps too (laughs) absolutely absolutely Um, some other guys that we met uh, Mike Lippert He's a filmmaker, and he's uh, shopping his his is that his, his film, first his feature film his called first Expecting film fe- feature film. Yep, he had a pilot that he had done once before. Um, he's Canadian, he, up up in Canada there in uh, Toronto, outside of Toronto, Toronto, right? Toronto, a I think so. Toronto, eh? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> we're terrible. Uh, the cool thing about his film, though, and he had an interesting story about Lloyd Kaufman. He looked, he got Lloyd Kaufman from Troma Films to do a cameo in his film, and the way he did that was like super interesting. I think he got him to give him a quote for um, for another uh, thing, for, for the pilot. Project. I think the purple squirrel purple pilot. Squirrel. pilot. Yeah. Well, you know what? Don't spoil it. Oh, man. spoilers! spoilers. Uh, He's telling the whole interview there. You got to. Uh, Watch yeah. the interview later on or, or listen uh, to the interview later on on the podcast. And last but not least, we also met Mark Belasco, and I'm going to botch the company name, Adler & Associates Entertainment. There you go. Really great guy, super smart. Um, he's the vice president there of sales, and um, he was introduced to us by somebody else we met at the conference. And, you know, he, they're very much an international and foreign film company, um, but they got a ton going on, lots of different titles. Um, they, um, they're really supportive of the filmmakers themselves, which uh-huh. was nice to see a distributor that was so connected to the filmmakers themselves, because a lot of them are just all business. I mean, let's be frank. I mean, they're, yeah. you know, or, or the, they're so gated in the type of content that they do. Uh-huh. They only focus in horror or they only focus in one thing. So these guys are, I think more diverse and dynamic and, uh, Adler and Associates, Adler, <laughs> Adler and Associates Entertainment, um, yeah. is one of those companies I think, uh, you know, a, a filmmaker would want to work with. So, yeah. and the cool part is, we got a nice, cool poster. And those of you who are watching oh, this on look. YouTube, it's a new AFM poster that we have in the studio as a uh, part of the set. Now, I'm going to get mine framed. Oh, I should have done that. You I stuck mine on the wall with tape. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed our recap. I hope you learned something. And if you're a filmmaker, if you have questions for us about the AFM, leave them in the comments. And uh, you know, so here's uh, Pilar Alessandra from On the Page. Here at the AFM with Pilar from On the Page, a podcast for screenwriters. Pilar, how are you doing today? I am doing well. Awesome. We know you gave the pitch conference yesterday for everybody. What was your experience like this year? It's your second year moderating. What was different this year than last year? Well, I had more fun this year, for one thing. Did you have a good time? Oh, we had a blast. We learned so much. Watching the pitches, um, you just get a sense of what it takes to put together a pitch for somebody to buy 
your screenplay or your film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it was hard for some people because it's such a public forum. Most of the time, pitching is one on one. It's very intimate. You're having a conversation. In this case, it had to be a little bit of a show. So I was looking for a particular kind of energy. But most people gave that energy, and they were also able to convey their big idea and what was special about the project. And that's what I think people were really looking for. What, what was unique about it? Sure. And so for filmmakers and screenwriters that are still here pitching or that have never attended the AFM, what do you think is really important for somebody to convey in their pitch? I think, again, like why should we make your, let's say, crime drama instead of somebody else's crime drama? There's so much content out there. What is your take on it that's different from everybody else's? So I think that's what they should be concentrating on, especially at a forum like this, where they've got to get people's attention. And it could be something about the story, but it could also be an approach to character. It could be who they've attached as an actor. It could be a special director they have on it. It could also be maybe even a way of showing the story. Maybe it's half animation or live action. But there's one hook you have nobody else has. You have to get that out to the people at AFM quickly. Not just in this conference here, but, I mean, all weekend. Yeah, definitely got to go hustle on the floor, make your rounds, just like Joe and I have been doing. So, Pilar, thanks so much for giving your insights. Anything else you want to leave everybody with? Um, I guess listen to the Imperfect podcast. Is that well? Yeah, yeah that's us. But yeah. also make sure you listen to On the Page oh, yeah. with oh, Pilar. I about my own. Yeah, go to onthepage.tv. It has everything, classes, and of course the the On the Page podcast. Awesome, thanks, Pilar. AFM, <laughs> look at who the hell we bumped into. Alex Ferrari himself from Indie Hello. Film Hustle. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I see you got the uh, the Almighty Press Pass. Yes, yes. which is super valuable. Very. I mean, and this is your first time at AFM walking the halls. Yeah, I was. I've never actually, I was always in the gutter at the bottom uh, with everybody else that don't have passes. Doing LobbyCon. Doing LobbyCon. <laughs> and uh, this was the first time I was able to finagle one of these things. And uh, it's been a completely different thing. And I'm going to actually be doing a whole podcast about the whole experience and shooting some video content here and just kind of share, tell people what it's like being here. I mean, you guys, this is your first time, right? This is right? our first time, yes. So would you would you agree that every filmmaker who ever wants to make a movie or sell a movie should at least come once? 100%. To see? 100%. Because to see you how it's sold. See how it's sold, see how it's done, because it, it, when you're sitting at home and you've got your script or you have your movie completed, I mean, unless you have the relationships, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't meet people if you don't come here. Absolutely, and you get like I mean, some of these some of these posters are genius, mm-hmm. uh, and some of these movies are genius. But the thing is that you just don't here. They treat movies like a product. Mm-hmm. It's just a straight up product. They don't care about creative. They don't care if it's wonderful. They don't care if your mom gave you fifty thousand to make it. No one gives a shit. <laughs> it's all about the product. Who's in it? What kind of genre is it? Can I sell it? And what the you know what uh, territory can I sell it at? All this kind of stuff. So it really starts focusing your mind. Is like okay. This is a business, and if I'm going to make a movie at a certain budget level, I have to think about where it's going to go and how I'm going to sell it. And, and there's just hundreds of people. I mean, there's like 200 distributors here or something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. It's, and, uh, eight, and they all want your movie. They all want your content. Yep, exactly. Eight floors. Wear good, comfor- comfortable shoes. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes, very comfortable shoes. And just walk around, and, and you'll learn a ton of stuff. It's If you haven't 
made it. And this is not a bad place. You were over in Santa Monica Pier. I saw some of your social media pictures. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So it's a great place to do it. It's not It's not like Sundance, which you're freezing your ass off, but it's a whole different conversation for Sundance. Exactly. Well, <laughs> hopefully we'll see you there this January. Yeah, Alex, absolutely. thanks for uh, chatting with us again. Absolutely, man. Anytime, brother. Thanks for seeing me, guys. Cool. The American Film Market with Branscom Richmond. He's here on you behalf are? of the Southern Kentucky Film you, Commission. You are here. I am here. How are you? Sal, your mother's looking for you. I'm just saying, Sal's mom's looking for me. She always is. <laughs> but, you know. Welcome to the American Film Market. Thank you so much. Thanks nice for taking some time to chat with us. Absolutely. So tell us, what's important? Why are you here at the American Film Market? Listen, if you want to be a filmmaker and you want to go ahead and make uh, your dreams come true, you should and really have to come to the American film market in order to look for connections, incentives for filming, Mm -hmm. because trying to make movies on all your uncle's money or investors that you may or may not be able to pay back, Mm -hmm. you got to go ahead and try to create jobs in areas where they give you an incentive for coming and doing their filming. And is that what the Southern uh, Kentucky Film Commission is doing? Yeah, so let me explain something to you. So I sit on the State Film Commission, and I also sit on the Southern Kentucky Film Commission, And what we try to do is to help filmmakers come and do their films in the state of Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Um, 30-35% is the incentive. And basically what happens is is you get a a check at the end of your filming. There's processes on it in in between there. But 35 when you hire a local and 30 when you have certain expenditures and you're above the line and you get to work in Kentucky where... Everybody there is uh, very, very crew-friendly, and they're trying to make things happen. Very cool. Other than the incentives, what's special about Kentucky? Why should a filmmaker come there and shoot? What does Kentucky have to offer? Landscapes, locations, what do you guys got? Cooperation. Hey, uh, you bad. know what I mean? You guys live in New York? You bet. Don't park your truck in front of my place. They honk the horn, you can't film. In Kentucky, they want you there. And there's a lot of love in Kentucky, man. You know, I mean... Uh, with this face, they allowed me to be a part of them, and I'm kind of a, an adoptive son of Kentucky, I might be able to say. And we got a lot of work in Kentucky right now. We've been blessed to have a lot of productions come down to Kentucky, and the state has been really, really aggressively asking them to come and film. It's a new industry. Yep. You know, the unfortunate tobacco industry is kind of gone, and that was Kentucky, and coal is gone. Still so, got bourbon. Still got bourbon, and you've got... Uh, uh, Amazon is there, and Ford and uh, Toyota is there. Fruit of the Loom. Hey, get your that's undies that. in Kentucky. That's it. So, you know, um, I'm going to say attitude is really important. People want you there. And, you know, there's a, an incentive that you don't get that's financial, and I'll tell you what that is. It's, just, it's an incentive you do get that's not financial is what I meant to say. And that is the county loving you to be there and the city cooperation that wants you to be there. Awesome. You know, it's like an old aunt saying, come over for dinner. Aunt Mary makes meatballs for me. There so, you, you know, go. Know. And she says, let's have pasta. And you sit down. And these are all the people who run the city. And they're very loving. Awesome. Branscom, thanks for your time. Thank you. How much do I owe you? 60 bucks. 60 bucks. Okay, here you go. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Jason Brubaker. I'm the vice president of Worldwide Sales for Distributor. And I'm talking to you here at the American Film Market in Santa Monica, California. Uh, The company distributor, we're a video-on-demand aggregator. That means that we can help you get into popular marketplaces where people actually shop. And to that point, we're looking for fully finished content ready for the marketplace. Awesome. So 
what's your biggest takeaway from AFM this year as people are self-distributing, looking for funding? What should filmmakers know about coming to the film market and looking for a distribution? I think the biggest advice I can give filmmakers that are coming to the market and looking for distribution is to really come with a plan and also, and what I mean by that with a plan, have some sort of goal in terms of what you're looking for. Uh, distribution isn't one of these simple things. It's, it, in fact, it's, a, it's, a, it's an art in and of itself where you can take one film and you can distribute it multiple times throughout the world through multiple different mediums. If that sounds like a lot of gobbledygook, um, then, then my best advice is to talk to absolutely everybody at the, at, the, at the market and don't make any decisions or take any deals until you walk away from the market and have time to really evaluate everything. I think one of the mistakes most filmmakers make is they get super excited about whatever's happening in the moment. They sign away their rights, and next thing they know, uh, they miss something. So that would be my advice is to take some time to really think about what you want to do. I'm here with Susan Yang from Beijing. She's here at the American Film Market this year. I'm a translator uh, based in Beijing and Shanghai, and I'm here with an animation producer. He's looking for director and creative artist for his film. So I am here as his uh, translator, but also I would like to expand my own business because China-U.S. film cooperation is so... Um, yeah, on the rise in these days, and I would like to provide quality language services to the industry. Oh, wow, that's yeah. great. I mean, we've all heard about how big uh, the Chinese market for film has become. Yeah. Um, what is your experience like at been so far at AFM? Have you been taking lots of meetings, or you've been meeting with other folks? What's it been like for you? Um, I've been uh, attended a whole day's event of uh, AFM, and it was really impressive. You saw so many people, a total of of um, um, four to five floors of uh, different companies that you can talk to and it has definitely been very rewarding to get your um, name out there and also know more people in this industry um, because I am a translator I wasn't in the movie business so it's for a beginner it's really rewarding to be in such kind of atmosphere learning things and knowing people Hi there, my name is Paul Lair and I've just done the pitch conference uh, at the AFM. It was a very, very good experience for me in that I've pitched very successfully for a while in Australia, but the American market is very different, and it's a lot about what you've done before, what you hope to achieve, what, um, who's associated with the project, and they take a lot more time, or they respond better to pitches that really casually take you in for maybe the first 20 seconds of who you are, the genre that you're in, and they really want to sit with who you are first. I barreled straight into um, uh, comedic elements straight away. My job, well, my goal was to get the audience on board. So from an audience perspective, it went phenomenally well, I think. Um, but from their perspective, they were like, what's the market? Who are you? What's, what's going on? So it was interesting to see the dynamic from a performance background, the difference between someone who can perform well to an audience and someone who can perform well to someone who's going to give you money and he's going, where is the audience for this? And my answer to that is, like, right there. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're here at the AFM with Mark Belasco from Adler & Associates Entertainment. Okay, I'm the Vice President of Sales and Acquisitions, mm -hmm. uh, which means acquisitions is acquiring films, talking to filmmakers, finding films that we want, and then sales is selling them throughout the world. What we do is our motto is films by the world, for the world. So we do deal with films in all different languages. Uh, we deal with films in every territory in terms of sales and every set of rights. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I really like to pride ourselves on in the way that Maria structured the company is we take a lot of time in terms of 
creating a strategy specific to each film so that we can maximize their exposure and their revenue and build their career along with the sale of the film. Cool. So filmmakers that are here at AFM, what's important for them to know and if they want to work with a company like yourself? Um, well, it, they, it's important for them to know a couple of things. One is what stage is their film really in? Mm -hmm. You know, we get a lot of people coming in in the, in the very early stages uh, with just a script. So they have to really be conscious of what am I going in this room trying to ask these people? Everybody's got a script. Everybody's got a budget. So what you're, the question that you want to ask is really, do you take unsolicited scripts? Mm -hmm. And if not, at what point should I contact you so that you're not wasting anybody's time? Um, anybody who's got a completed film, really, um, it's a very tough time for filmmakers to come because the majority of us have back-to-back, -back, the people that are good, like us, mm -hmm. have back-to-back meetings scheduled with buyers yep. and that's what we're here to do to service our filmmakers and to sell the films um, and meet with our clients too that we already have their films so yep. we want to meet with them first so if you're coming by with a film uh, that's completed or almost completed the best thing to do is really come by with a strong one sheet mm -hmm. let us know where you are make sure you're not interrupting a meeting and uh, have that quick log line that quick pitch to let us know this is my film this is what it's about and this is what it'll be when it'll be ready mm -hmm. if you have a trailer I have a trailer I can email it to you may I follow up with you and or if you have the screener or a rough cut just let us know where it is what stage it is and how you can get it to us hi my name is Sean Crane uh, my project is Twisted and this is my very first AFM now this morning I was at the pitch conference a lot of good pitches a lot of great things. Some of the things I learned from it, though, being my first time, is that you can't just kind of go all in. You got to make sure that you get your name. You got to make sure that you're either a writer, producer, if you're a director, tell them it. Make sure that you get that out there. Um, also, don't be afraid of that because if that's what you are, that is what you are. Okay, so make sure that. Make sure you get the genre in. There's little silly things that go by, and I found out that these guys, for some reason, had a huge thing against horror, but it doesn't deter me at all. Um, from that point on, also. If you're coming into Santa Monica, especially for the AFM, I guarantee you get an Airbnb, it's cheaper. As long as it's clean, it smells good, and the people are nice, you're going to have a good time, promise me. And it's way cheaper than going to the Lowe's to stay here. I promise you that. Thank you. All right, we're here at the AFM with uh, filmmaker Mike Lippert, who just completed his feature, The Expecting, which is a psychological thriller. Mike, how you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. So... This is your first time at the AFM? First time, yep. Okay, and how's your experience been going so far? So far, so good. I mean, there's so many people here, so many different films, so many different types of filmmakers that, I mean, if, if you've got a product, this is this is the place to go to meet people. Okay, so shopping your film, the ex uh, expecting around, what uh, have you learned by taking pitch meetings or, or what would you have done different even? Right. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, is you know, Coming here, you need to know what you're looking for and what you want to achieve. Um, so, you know, doing the research before you get here. For example, for us, it was we have a horror movie, so we wanted to focus specifically on finding people who, you know, do business in the horror genre. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to if you just come and, and you know, spam emails or, or drop into every place, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to get a lot of cards, a lot of names, but you're not going to get a lot of traction. But if you can go into these meetings knowing what you want, 
telling people exactly what it is you're looking for, then you can kind of cut to the chase and get get to the business. Huh? For sure. Well, I know um, you're you're hoping to get distribution here, but is there anywhere people can go check out the trailer or find out more information about uh, the expecting? Yep, they could go to our uh, our YouTube channel, which is M MK Productions uh, on YouTube. It's on uh, on Vimeo, my own personal Vimeo channel, which is just Michael Lippert. Mm -hmm. um, or they can check out uh, www.expecting movie.com awesome Mike thanks for your time absolutely thanks guys you know everybody's here from distribution companies international companies um, you know you walk down stairs and you see uh, the Israeli Film Festival and film commissions from all over the country like Arizona um, Southern Kentucky <laughs> yeah. um, and, and just tons of companies all over the place trying to uh, you know they've they've worked with all their buyers throughout the week and they've probably spent most of their money. Um, a lot of people are taking meetings with walk-ins like us, or you know us going out there and trying to partner with other uh, production companies, publicity companies, PR firms um, to find more content for our podcast, the Imperfect Podcast, as you guys know. So um, our feet are killing us. Yeah, we <laughs> actually we actually have been back and forth between um, two different locations. Um, several times today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, basically the American film market, they take over the entire uh, Santa Monica Pier and Santa Monica Boulevard um, with an, at a number of hotels at all the screenings. That's one of the things we haven't been able to do yet. We haven't been to a screening because we've just been so busy taking meetings. Um, it's amazing. You could literally walk around in the, uh, the hotel and just stay in there all day and never meet half of the people there <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i think it's 2000 attendees here um you know i think we mentioned this yesterday but if you're unaware i mean they literally take over the entire lowe's hotel all take remove all the beds from the rooms and turn them all into meeting rooms and each each meeting room for the most part has two companies in them um depending on the floor we're about to head out and uh go to um, a networking event um in a few minutes down at the pier Talking to people about Seymour the Unfortunate Vampire, as well as uh, trying to find more cool people to come on and be guests on the show. So, thanks you guys for uh, supporting, and thanks the American Film Market for throwing such a great event. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun and uh, a big learning experience for us. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, as much as we thought we knew when we came in, we're learning more. Exactly, exactly. Always happy to learn more. Yeah. Take care, everybody. Ciao. Last words for California? Ah, I love red eye flights. That seems sarcastic. No, not at all. I'm completely wide awake. I'm completely sugared up on gummy bears. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting home at 5 a.m. Thanks, AFM. Thanks, AFM. <laughs>